Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchant. And as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. If you never miss any of these shows in their entirety, you guys know Stitcher, Apple Music, and Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests in their length and leisure. But this, we have a fantastic guest for us here. He hails from Michigan. And it's curious enough, I knew this before the show from just doing some research, but he said he's down there in Columbus. But he's none other than a Columbus kid went on to have a very, very three-letterman-winning career in Ann Arbor with the Michigan Wolverines, but it's none other than their standout long snapper, Cameron Cheeseman. Cam, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? Oh, it's treating me great, Bo. I appreciate you having me on the show today. It means a lot. I, oh, we appreciate it. I mean, one, you know, it's, I mean, you know, usually during draft season, Cam, we have about, I don't know, roughly between, you know, 225, 250 kids on per draft year, but, you know, the uniqueness of a long snapper, any special teams positions, I always like because it's there's so many, you know, there's so rare of you in this draft kind of learn some new perspective. Uh, but with that said, you are, I think your high school is about 10 miles from downtown Columbus. What was it like growing up, I'm assuming around Ohio State Buckeye football and then playing your career at, at, in Ann Arbor? Oh, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the first question everybody asked me. You know, they're like, well, what's it like being a Columbus kid and then going up there to Ann Arbor? Um, well, to tell you the truth, I grew up a huge Buckeye fan. My whole my whole family, uh, we always had get-togethers. You know, we'd have those parties, especially for that game against Michigan. Um, but, you know, I even had a James Warnitis number 33 uh, Buckeye jersey uh, and then ended up being 33 myself at Michigan, which I thought uh, was ironic. Um, but, you know, I only went to about uh, two or three games, I'd say, uh, over the course of my childhood. Uh, but like I said, we, we'd have get family get-togethers uh, and watch the game at home. Um, but the transition, uh, to tell you the truth, it wasn't hard for me. Uh, towards uh, the end of my high school journey, um, before I was even being recruited by Michigan, I found, uh, you know, my dad and I, it was funny, we'd, we'd always cheer against Ohio State. They would you know, they, they started to, you know, build that brand Ohio State. They're winning championships, you know, and my dad and I, we were, we were like, come on, like we want somebody to give them a game. And so we, we'd find ourselves at family get-togethers, you know, cheering against Ohio State. So when the time came and, you know, I got recruited to Michigan, it was like, huh, it's funny how that worked out. But uh, it was it was fun. You know, my, my family, it was an easy transition for them for the most part. My grandma, she, within a matter of weeks of me committing to Michigan, she had her ringtone as the victors. Uh, wow. Still that to this very day. Um, and my, my whole family, they, they found a special place in their heart for Michigan. 
uh, even the true, the biggest Buckeye fans in my family, we, we found a new love for Michigan. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Cam. I'm not going to lie. I, I really don't have a college favorite team and people always scorch me. Like, how can you love football, the draft and NFL? And, yeah. you know, I just, but I work with so many kids that it's hard for me to, you know, like just say this 2021 draft season, like I'm going to be rooting for Cameron Cheeseman to make it an NFL team. And, and when I see you play, I'll just be hope you know, you get the snap off and, you know, and basically you remain yeah. anonymous. Fair enough. I think your position, that's the that's best right. way to be is, Mr. Anonymous, right. but nonetheless, I am labeled as a as a Michigan fan. I am labeled as a Michigan, and I really, really, I mean, I've gone there. I mean, I've been, yeah, I've been. I mean, I've been to a lot of stadiums. It's, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not a Mr. All Over America college ball guy, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. but uh, I definitely appreciate the the Wolverine program and my personal. I I think the Big House as a as a spectator to sit in the press box and scout a game. I just think it's. I think the venue is, is perfect. So, you know, but again, Absolutely. we all got things. So I'm curious, man. Hey, I mean, how about this one, Cam? I mean, growing up, were you the better athlete? I mean, did that, is that something you grew into? And, and how did you kind of come across? Because I noticed in your bio, you didn't start playing varsity football at your team, I think. to the your, So I, I'm just curious with that. But growing up, what were your favorite sports? Yeah. So – I grew up like uh, most kids starting off with soccer, you know, just try to get some, you know, test of my athleticism. Uh, but as I got older, uh, in the third grade, I believe, uh, I started playing football. Uh, and then with that, in the spring, I was playing baseball. So I played football and baseball. Uh, I grew out of soccer, stopped playing uh, early on, but then I even started playing basketball in the winter. Uh, not for my, my school or anything, but just for a church league. Um, so as I progressed through, you know, middle school, uh, it was like a back and forth thing. You know, my parents were like, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like, oh, a professional baseball player. Or in the in the fall, would be a professional football player. Um, so my love for each game and what the the depth I wanted to pursue it at always changed. Um, but like I said, I played baseball even through high school. And actually, once I started getting into high school, you know, you start hearing about all right, you got to take the next steps. You know, you want to go into to college to play the sport. And so I, you know, put it to my mind. I was like, all right, I think uh, I'm going to be a, a baseball player in college because I started playing uh, first base catcher and I was a pretty good pitcher. Uh, in football for me, uh, you know, I, I was playing center on my uh, football team. Um, wow. And they had me there because I was the only guy who could snap and block. Uh, and I did want to play tight end. You know, I was about I was about two ten, you know, six four, uh, and I was playing on the O line. And we had a pretty big O line in my high school. Um, but you know, as I got through my college career, I was like, look, I, I think I want to be a pitcher. You know, I, I was I ended up being second team All Conference my senior year. Uh, but before that, I was, you know, I was like, baseball is going to take me further. And it wasn't until, uh, like you're talking about, I didn't play until my senior season of. of high school um you know I got into the summer before my senior year you know I was the bat I was a backup center all the way up until my junior year um and then I actually wasn't even starting long snapper on varsity until my senior year of high school uh I did it for the JV team my sophomore and junior year uh my really best friend who actually is the kicker in Notre Dame College Tanner Harding uh he was kicker punter he's like look man like you know hang out a lot why don't you snap me the ball a few times uh, so that's that's really how I got into long snapping originally. You know, 
calculate the center. Wow. So it's like, hey, it's just a little longer of a snap. So I just started getting into uh, those college camps. Literally my senior year, uh, that summer before then, I uh, started going to the Coles camps, ended up getting ranked. Um, and that's when my recruiting for football took off. And I was like, look, like, I think I'm actually going to make it further in football. So it was, it was one of the, it was like a flip of a switch. I was like, well, it looks like I'm not playing baseball in college. It was, uh, it was football. And then I ended up starting my senior year um, at long snapper. And then a year later I was at Michigan. So it was, uh, I was really late for the process, which how most specialists are, you know, being recruited in general. But for me specifically, you know, starting to go to the camps. I mean, I, I know, I see kids these days are going to these camps at middle school, long snapping and punting camps. And for me, it wasn't until my senior year I got the chance to, to go to camp. So, Hey, better late than never. Once again, Cam, Cameron Cheeseman here on the C2P. Unique story of how this young man, and I love how you were. One, I got one question before we move on. Who the heck was long snapping before you that you couldn't budge into the starting line? Is that Did he go on to have a – three letterman career at a big 10 school or anything like that or, or so his name was uh scott Pitnuski. um so he i believe he started his sophomore year and he actually started for three years as well um and then he grad transferred his fifth year out uh to vanderbilt and that was when i moved into uh the starting role as my sophomore season uh, and took over for him so right. I, I think it was a great developmental for, year for me my freshman year um, to sit back because, to be honest with you, when we ran out of the tunnel against Hawaii, my first game in the big house, actually, <laughs> never took a visit before, I looked around, you know, 110,000 fans, and I was like, thank goodness I'm not playing. It was uh, it was an eye-opening <laughs> experience, but, you know, you learn, you learn to adapt to it and, and take it all in. Excellent stuff. And, and you obviously, and you, I think you, you epitomized the word um, student-athlete. I mean, you were a distinguished scholar. you two-time Big Ten all academics. I mean, so you, you take the off the field as seriously as what you do on the field. Um, was that something self-taught or that's something that your parents have kind of pushed you towards? How do you remain so adamant and, and diligent in making sure your studies are on par with what we see on a Saturday afternoon in Ann Arbor? Yeah. So, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I give all the credit to my mom. Um, growing up, she expected nothing uh, less than my full potential. Um, you know, if I if I got a B, you know, she was she was on me. She's like, well, why didn't you get an A? And the, she wasn't on me because you know, I got a B, but it was the fact that she knew I could always be better and I could get an A if I put the work in. So I always carried that mindset, you know, from middle school, elementary school, all the way up until I got to college. So school for me was always number one, um, and that's a, a big reason why I went to Michigan. I've always wanted to be a doctor. And ever since I could remember, you know, with all this, you know, growing up, you have this bumps, you know, broken bone here, and, and you're in the hospital, and you, you see the, the way doctors treat the patients and, and stuff like that. So I was always wanting to, to be a part of that and to be able to help other people. Uh, so I use that as motivation in, in my classroom studies as well, uh, off the field. And when I got to college, uh, I did want to pursue a, um, a pre-med that route. Uh, and ended up switching to dentistry, uh, in which I graduated with a biology degree, but um, basically the pre-dental track. And I applied to dental school this past year, and I actually did get accepted to both uh, Michigan Dental School with a scholarship and then uh, Ohio State Dentistry as well. 
Um, and so that's, that's I've always, you know, viewed that, like academics is number one, you know, I was I always found I was one of the last guys to leave a study room. And, you know, I kind of carried that over to even my own field, you know, that work ethic, I just combined them, you know, I wanted to make one as equal as the other. Um, because in the end, like, that's, that's the life you want to live. You want to have a balanced life where you're, you excel at all levels. Excellent stuff. And, and God bless you, Cam. I mean, that's, that's awesome. I mean, you have, you got a future for yourself one way or another. It's either going to be snapping in the NFL or, uh, you know, having a, uh, a fine distinguished career in dentistry. Um, you're down in Mobile. Jim Nagy, you bike yes, down there, you get to, you know, work out, you get to practice, you know, you get to talk with NFL scouts and allow them to know who you are because you're down there because they see your tape and they love you. But now they get to know you as a man, come across as a fantastic young man, by the way. But what was it like just being in that senior bowl moment and experience and everything that goes in with being in the position you're at now? Yeah, so it was weird for me because this past season um, – as you probably know, I didn't I didn't play this football season. Yeah. Uh, it was all due to a financial uh, situation. But um, I that was my first year not playing football in fourteen in fourteen years. Like I said, since third grade. Wow. So having the opportunity to go down to Mobile um, and play and get back on you know put the pads back on and you know play football that was uh, that meant a lot to me and being able to showcase my talents again because I feel like that that kind of put me behind not being able to play. So being able to, you know, snap again and get, get some more tape out there uh, in front of professional scouts that, that really, you know, I feel like boosted everything that I have scheduled. So. Anything specific that you really wanted to, uh, I mean, I know you wanted to do everything well, but I mean, one specific thing, maybe you get critiqued more than anything else. I mean, one specific thing down in mobile that you really wanted to impress these guys with? Uh, I definitely would say the one thing I wanted to show off was my uh, pro uh, blocking ability um, because for me playing at Michigan, we ran the pro style punt and um, that's where I have to block a guy and snap the ball, um, which about 95% of college teams run the spread style where the long snapper does not have to block but the small sliver of teams that do uh, mimics what the NFL does, the pro style. So I really wanted to go down there and show scouts that uh, I have the ability to do that in the next level, because I've seen that uh, most guys, when they get to the next level, they struggle or it may take them another year or two to figure out how to block different types of rushes. Uh, and so for me, being able to have that uh, three years of experience in the Big Ten of blocking guys, um, that currently are were first round draft picks and blocking guys like that um, and snapping uh, really you know helps me um, with showcasing you know what I have to offer for teams. Fair enough. You know, I think the first thing I mean, first thing a snapper has to be a long snapper. You got to snap. I think second is protect, and the third thing they want you know you probably want to be good in coverage. And once you adapt all those and you know cross those off the checklist, you're going to be on your way. Now I'm curious. Um, look, share a moment in your collegiate career where you had it could have been the weather down in distance, just the circumstances of clock management. Um, what was one of the hardest uh, long snaps to, you know that you, you had to make, but you ended up being successful with it? Um, I would 
One that I remember was uh, against Northwestern year. I believe we were at Northwestern. Or maybe it was my junior year. I can't remember. But uh, it was the end of a game. And we were all, I think we were punting for maybe the 40 or our 40 or the 50-yard line. Uh, and there was maybe like 10 seconds left. And, and we were only up by like three points, I believe. Uh, and all the flashbacks in my head, I was like, I mean, I feel like everybody, the Michigan State, that punt, <laughs> last second like that kind of like rushed back in my it like came into my head I was like look like we're in that same situation like let's get this punt off and like let's win this game like all we have to do is get it off um and so you know that that was definitely a, a memorable experience for me um that I remember you know even talking with the punter it was kind of like like let's get this baby off like we got this so <laughs> Excellent stuff. Hey, man, we're almost out of time. I can't believe how quick this show went. God bless you, Cam. You made this show terrific. Once again, Cam Cheeseman here on the C2P talking a little NFL draft as this young man makes his path towards the next level, one of the top long snappers in this 2021 NFL draft nation. So, again, a lot to be excited about him. Um, But before we let you go, we always like to have a little fun. We call it three and out. Um, A few lighthearted questions. Ready to take a shot with some of those? Sure. Okay, now we had your teammate Chris Evans on over the weekend, and we always ask this of uh, head coaches: what's maybe like a, you know, a coach's pet peeve that really makes them irate during practice? Now, Chris said that Coach Harbaugh, if you guys had like your shirt untucked, and Chris said he, he you could be a hundred yards away and he would identify a shirt or something being out of place and being on the uniform and have you corrected. Um, right. Is that something that comes to mind for you, or is there another pet peeve that really got Coach going during practice? Um, so that definitely as well, but, uh, one, I mean, it's not in practice, but one of the things that he would always say, say is, uh, the bus waits for no man. Uh, I know it's not on the practice field, but that was the thing he emphasized at all times. It was, uh, one of his things, like, if you're late to the bus, we're not waiting on you. Uh, and I think that's what he preached is being on time. And if you're on time, you're late. Uh, that was, that's something they want to, instill in your mind is it's better to be you know 30 minutes early than you know any any minute late so fair enough how about this one uh family uh who's the best cook in your family because the draft's going to be right around the corner and i'm sure you want to celebrate with family and friends but uh who's the best cook in your family and what would you like that specific person to have prepared on draft weekend uh, I would definitely say the best – well, both my parents, I, I think, are pretty good good cooks. But, uh, honestly, my, my dad, he is the best cook uh, among my family. Uh, and the funny thing is, is he's taught me how to cook practically everything. I mean, he's not a fancy, you know, chef that has all these secret ingredients. But if it comes down to it, he'll make a good good plate of enchiladas or – and and I'll oh. be honest, he makes the best he makes the best Betty Crocker cake. I know it's <laughs> he has a secret how he does it. I'm not gonna say, but you know, he he's a way of making simple things good. Nice. Right, so, well now now the next thing is, Cam, because I'm always thinking is you be you need to become an NFL snapper and then you need to get your marketing, your agent people and hook with Betty Crocker and you and your dad because you know, like the watch do the Subway commercials and whatnot. You guys can start benefit from that secret recipe. Say that. Yeah, my my mom. She always sees the cheese it commercial and she sees uh where they yell cheese cheese <laughs> cheese. She she's like 
she's like, there you go. She's like, that's you need to be on there because I mean that's what everybody calls me. So when I see that, it's 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 very funny <laughs> to see that. But definitely cheese it. Definitely cheese it if you're listening. I love it. Cam, you're a pleasure, man. Like I said, I I wish that we could keep you on more, but we're we're, we're running against the clock here. But, hey, fabulous career, and we just want to say we appreciate you. Uh, Stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and uh, we can't wait to find out where you land. And real quick, one more question. I noticed that your birthday is April 26th, the draft's on the 29th. I, I believe when you blow out the candles, that's what you're going to be wishing for. Yeah, yeah, you know it. Find me a home. That's that's, <laughs> that's my one birthday wish. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Hey, once again, Cameron Cheeseman here on the C2P. Well, fantastic young man, and I'm I'm so glad we went into depth a little bit on you know the outside of the the field and you know him talking about his degrees and you know him going to the you know the and he's just got so much going on. I mean, geez kind of makes you feel bad about yourself. You've got so many things going on, and then you think about, uh, you know, what we're doing. We're just doing draft interviews. But, uh, again, fantastic career, three-time letterman, and if it wasn't for the opt-out in 2020, he would have lettered again. So you could say a four-year letterman at Michigan. That's pretty impressive. I don't care what position you play. And he was he was Mr. Anonymous. I mean, you want to be an anonymous spy when you play that position, and he did it to a T. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.